0: Okay. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the WTF1 Clubhouse. Can I get a whoop? (laughs) (laughs) That was actually all right, wasn't it? Thank you. The power
1: you you hold.
0: (laughs) I know. Uh, Welcome, everybody. Uh, If I haven't spoken to you already, because I arrived this morning, it's great to have you all here at the WTF1 Clubhouse. Great to hear some cars going around the circuit, even though we can't actually see them right now. Uh, So what we're going to do is uh, a little post-practice podcast. I don't know it. Can I get a raise of hands as who's listened at least once to the WTF1 podcast? Okay. Oh, yeah. Geez, we've got some resident listeners in here. Amazing. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to reflect a little bit on practice, not that there's a huge amount to reflect on. Uh, and then, as I said, we're going to go through some, some questions. Uh, so, cool. All right, I'm going to do an intro now where I'm going to pretend that this was the beginning of our conversation. <laughs> okay, cool. Rory, are you rolling? Oh, actually, if, if loads of people have done the uh, listened to the WCF one podcast, do you, do you know my intro? Can you help me with it? I said, can you help me with it? Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's see how this goes. This could
1: be a disaster. This could be a disaster. <laughs> you may not even
0: be picked up on the microphone, but let's try it. Okay. you got to really good. shout,
1: though. Yeah,
0: you've got to yeah. really shout because so my microphone's up. not very sensitive. Here we go. Okay. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the WTF1 podcast live from the British Grand Prix here at the WTF1 clubhouse. It's myself and Katie today. <laughs> Sat in. It's getting a bit colder, isn't it? But it's not raining. so that's. It's
1: not. It's an improvement on earlier.
0: It's the key thing right now. Um, so, yeah, lots of people chilling out at the WTF1 Clubhouse, which is awesome to see. Uh, we're going to reflect a little bit about what's gone on in practice. We were actually at the track, weren't we? Milling about a bit, trying to see what's going on. Wouldn't say with the most clued up people on the planet, because whenever you're at a track, I just feel like you never actually absorb what's going on.
1: No, there's always like a TV that's just too far that like you have to properly squint to see what the timings are. And, yeah, sometimes you can't hear over cheering and stuff on the, the tannoys and things. So, yes, we might not be super swapped up, but we will give it our best shot.
0: <laughs> Can I get a raise of hands? Do you agree that it feels like when actually you go to a Grand Prix, you don't actually feel like you've seen it? Do we kind of agree with that, would we say? Yeah, quite a lot of hands for those obviously listening on audio because this is the only place it's going out. <laughs> so there was a lot of hands. Um, but yeah, let's uh, reflect a little bit. So, of course, the British Grand Prix, we've uh, we've got quite a few upgrades this weekend. Uh, I think it's nine of the ten teams have brought at least one upgrade. Uh, so we're hoping maybe another little shift uh, potentially. Of course, we had uh, one in Spain previously. I think this weekend there's been a bit of talk about Williams yes. bringing a copycat car and Alex Alban was asked, oh, is it a copy of Red Bull? And blah, blah, blah. And he was saying it's a copy of Williams, but I didn't really understand what he meant by that. <laughs> but um, yeah, the, the Red Bull clearly is a philosophy that a lot of teams are wanting to jump on.
1: Yeah, Adrian Newey is clearly a very clever man, not that we didn't already know that, but yeah, he's designing cars that everyone wants to get inspiration from. But yeah, I read that, in fact, it was on WTF1.com. Oh yeah, check that out. A little plug there. Uh, But yeah, they think that the upgrades could be up to a second a lap. And also they've conveniently only given it to Alex Albin, which if that doesn't scream Nicholas Latifi, you're getting in the bin, mate, then I don't know what does.
0: That's going to be tough. for Latifi, yeah. who's been about three minutes a lap off anyway, <laughs> so then have an extra second. Savage. That's uh That's going to be tough. But yeah, I think it's pretty much curtains you'd have to save for Latifi uh, after, obviously, the talk about Piastri. And uh, I think are we, are we excited to see Oscar Piastri coming into the sport next year? Yeah. yeah Audio listeners, picture. I don't know if you heard that, but there was a big whoop. There was a really long whoop from that five-year-old in a Ferrari outfit. He is loving life. <laughs> um, so yes, uh, well, I'm very much looking forward to Oscar. Hopefully. We don't know. This is just a rumour. Yes. Um, but yes, Williams, potentially a second a lap. Not sure how much that's actually going to do. But, I mean, Alpin's done a couple of pretty exciting performances this year. He went about 63 laps on hard tyres to get a point in one of the races this year. Is so Australia? He's, he's done um, all right, hasn't he?
1: He has. I went to the Williams pop-up in London earlier this week, actually, and he joined through like a virtual Q&A and he's got his hair dyed bright red still Uh, which is what
0: you told him to do again right you told him to refresh the red hair I
1: did I think I said that on the podcast
0: yeah I'm pretty sure you did oh okay (laughs) listening in
1: um but yeah so the the hair is very red and I think he's got a good chance maybe of scoring some points here this weekend Silverstone always kind of chucks a really random occurrence whether that's Crowley tyres blowing up and like Hamilton having to limp across the finish line. Or sometimes there can be some quite spectacular crashes, which obviously we don't really want to see. But it it is quite a common thing to happen at Silverstone, I guess, just because of the nature of the track. It's quite a brutal track to race. But yeah, maybe this could be the weekend. I have probably just jinxed it, but it could be a weekend we get some more Alex Albon points. Alban's going to be
0: out on lap two, isn't he? It's 100%. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It's going (laughs) to happen. Um, But yeah, obviously, FB1, there's not a huge amount to talk about with that one. Uh, we were sat at Luffield, weren't we? Uh, yeah. With the lovely covered grandstand, which was a very good idea after <laughs> the uh, little rainstorm that, that hit the track. And we were thinking, okay, you know, so I think both the Mercedes went out at the beginning, which was quite cool. And we we're like, okay, we're going to get quite a bit of yeah. wet running. Both
1: Ferraris as well. And yeah. Was like, yeah, this is great. And
0: then they just decided it's far yeah. too greasy. I don't want to run anymore. Uh, We got maybe a Hamilton glory run on the softs right at the end, which was a little bit um, risky, maybe, you'd say, because I think the middle sector was quite wet, but we had Valtteri Bottas topping the session, which Mm. I think is uh, quite a a well-favoured thing for for the fans, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't as big as I thought, but... (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, of course, Bottas topping it. Not that that's got anything to do with how he's actually going to do this weekend. No, I
1: think he finished like 11th in FP2 or something. So, you know, maybe don't, don't go placing any bets for a Bottas win or anything. But yeah, I mean, I think Bottas is somebody this year that's really stepped up to taking that front, role because obviously at Mercedes he was the number two and a wingman and all that kind of stuff. So it's great to see him make that step up, be the team leader um, that I think Joe needs. And they seem to be having like a really good relationship there within the team. And I think, yeah, just people are happy to see Bottas get a good, although it is literally FP1, but like, you know, get some good headlines.
0: Yeah, so the track track was very greasy, uh, and that's why we saw very little running uh, in FP1. And we should maybe see some rain tomorrow, which might well make qualifying very exciting. Um, but FP2 was dry. You had Carlos signs fastest, which Ferrari are they back again? That was one yes. One in yes. The, in that, brilliant. That's got a lot of confidence uh, for me being a fan. It's boy. Ferrari though, so. Two yeses, another yeah. Ferrari fan over there. Um, but yeah, we had four teams in the top four. Not that I'm basing a huge amount from FB two, uh, but it is still interesting to see uh, that the teams potentially making some steps forward. Whether that's McLaren, we we'll, yet we'll, we'll to see. I know there's a lot of McLaren fans uh, here this weekend, Ooh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> what, one thing I did want to talk about
1: uh-huh.
0: that we know well, that we experienced in Luffield, FB one, Max Verstappen getting booed.
1: Yeah, which. I mean, I saw somebody walking around in the fan zone earlier with a huge uh, Dutch flag that had fake world champion written on it, and I mean, that guy has got some balls to be walking yeah. around with that sticking out of his bag. That's all I'm gonna say. Oh yeah,
0: here. Uh, I mean, yeah, um, all, yeah. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah, yeah. Try doing that, at Zandvoort, crikey. Yeah. Um, but yeah, some booze for Verstappen, which, which I d- sometimes the Brit- like the British crowd are brilliant, and I love it here, but like. Yeah, when we were watching last year at Chapel, when Hamilton and Verstappen had their clash, um, yeah, nobody seemed too bothered about Max. Obviously, we were slightly like, oh, gosh, that doesn't look too good. But yeah, loads of people cheering because obviously Hamilton was able to come out of that and still carry on. But yeah, that was certainly interesting. I don't think I've ever been in a crowd and I've heard people booing around me at a race.
0: Yeah, it was quite intense. I wasn't a big fan of it, to be honest. No. Um But uh, that's just my, my preference. Uh, the, w- the weirdest thing, and I think F1 Twitter, I'm sure if you've delved into F1 Twitter, everybody, you'll know what what chaos that can be. Um, but I kid you not, I was sat there in FP2. Yeah, tell this sat story. Sat next to this probably, I don't know, 50-year-old woman. 50-year-old uh, woman, right? Do know if right?
1: she's actually a <laughs> um, <laughs> clubhouse?
0: Yeah, I hope not. Sorry if you're here. <laughs> if um, you're here, we're um, really But sorry. I kid you not, right? Hamilton went P2, and she was like, Oh, lovely, what a lap. Yeah, we'll take that, clapping away. I was like, oh, she's a Hamilton fan. And then sh- she pauses and then goes, as long as it's better than crap-stappen.
1: <laughs> I haven't heard that oh, no, one. No, it
0: might have been for crapping But it was for Either crappin. way, it involved <laughs> crap.
1: And I was like,
0: really? Are we going... uh, F1 Twitter is actually going into the real world, which I'm quite scared about, to be honest. Um, But back to more positive things. And to be fair, Mercedes looked reasonably decent, although they were porpoising quite a bit, again, uh, from what I saw. Of course, teams have been given, we think, until the French Grand Prix.
1: Yeah, I think it's a French It was too racist the, since the they metric, decided. I think they might have sort of figured out this metric, this porpoising metric that they want to come up with, um, but maybe they'll give it a bit more time to look over it. I think that's probably sensible. Rather than rushing into something... And then potentially penalising teams, and then they find out the metrics wrong or whatever. Like it's better to be safe than sorry. Um, so yeah, maybe French GP or like Austria or oh, something. They're still like not going
0: to get it right. Then no, though, I are mean they? this, this weekend
1: they were like Hamilton's going to get banned because he's not he's got a nose stud and like I haven't heard anything about that. So
0: yeah, it's just the no, FIA being so much talk about that. Yeah. It's like <laughs> let's move on to more uh, more pressing <laughs> subjects. Right, we're actually going to, as, even though there seems to be some sort of storm approaching, uh, move to some questions at the WTF1 Clubhouse, so I don't know where it's there. There's Sophie. There's Sophie. Raise your hand if you have a question. Oh, we've got hands. That's good. That's always the first <laughs> problem for me. Uh, let's go with the Red Bull hat. Oh, God, it's a Max Verstappen fan. Right, OK. <laughs> Max Verstappen. <Let's>, uh, oh. <laughs> Do you just want to reply to the 50-year-old lady I was sat next to?
1: Absolutely not. That's a dangerous
0: <laughs> game. Um, so we saw today in fb one that the conditions were changeable, to say the least. Um, we were sat in Beckett's, and it was dry one minute, and then we were being rained on the next. Um, if that happens again in quali or even the race, who do you think is going to gamble at most? Maybe try inters when it's slicks, try slicks when it's inters. Who do you think has the most to lose, most to gain? Who's going to give it a shot? It's a great question. Uh, as you say, I think we saw in FP1, uh, where we were sat at it was absolutely soaking. And then they got around to sort of sector one and it was you know, not bone dry, but it was so much drier. Uh, and I'd love to see George Russell try it again because as much as some people would turn in their noses up, yeah, let's get a cheer for George Russell. Woo! Yeah. Oh, Mr. Consistency is loved here at the w one Clubhouse. Um, but yeah, I... Some people turn their noses up at him saying, oh, it was a bit of a gamble in Canada. You know, he threw away a potential podium. But for me, if he gets through that first sector, which was drenched, he could have easily been a hero that day. Made a mistake. Oh, well, he still finished in the top five. Uh, So I'd love to see him do it. I don't think you're going to see a Leclerc or Verstappen do it, especially Verstappen. I'm sorry, I know you're wearing a Max hat, but I don't think he's going to risk something when he's so far clear in the championship. It's just not worth it. Um, You've got people like Lance Stroll who love to just throw a, you know, a bit of caution to the wind, but we haven't seen that uh, of recent. Although he did take pole in Turkey back in 2020, which was a bit crazy. Um, What about you, Katie? What do you think? Who's going to roll the dice?
1: I don't know why this name has come to me, but I reckon maybe somebody like a K-Mag, like a Hass or something, might gamble it. Because they seemed pretty quick. I don't know what it is with these wet conditions that seem to suit the car. But I don't know. I feel like maybe he's had a bit of a turbulent season so far started off like peaked so well (laughs) and then is kind of every time he sees Lewis Hamilton they seem to make contact and it's just he's binning off quite a few point um what I think would be point uh, like ending finishes so yeah maybe he might might have a gamble and see if that would work out but what do you think have you got go on.
0: I mean I have a flashback to Vettel in Turkey trying the slicks when nobody else would well Vettel's Um, on he's on a good good run of form at the moment he's True, but I could also see someone like Sainz doing it. His season's been going upside down. There's a lot of gravel here, though. He does love a gravel track. He does, but you never know. Give it a (laughs) risk, get Ferrari some big points, get him back to the top. No, I don't want any risks for Ferrari this weekend. Just finish the race, okay? (laughs) Please. I can't take any more heartbreak. Um, But, yeah, great question. Love that. Let's get another question. Can I get a raise of hands? Yeah. Oh. Are you going to come
1: and have this Uh, mic? (laughs) Raise the hands, please.
0: Yeah, over there, Sophie. Um, So my question is, after Carlos's performance in FP2 today, do you think it's fair to say that he has the best haircut on the grid? The best haircut? Yeah, that's what I want to talk about. That's That's a great great question.
1: I said this the other day, Carlos, did you say Carlos? Yeah, he has got like really long hair that you could just like, its going to sound a bit <laughs> weird, like run your fingers <laughs> through, but that sounds a bit strange.
0: I mean, you can, Katie, that's fine. He <laughs> um. just
1: looks like it really... That's something it's I th-
0: think about often, so yeah, that's fine. Yeah, well,
1: thank you so much. He,
0: he uses good product. Um, he
1: must do. He's got a good head of hair. I think
0: he just naturally just like sits well. I don't think he does much to it. He just, just wakes up and he just yeah. looks like that. Who else has good hair? I mean, Sebastian Vettel's growing his hair.
1: I, um, his hair journey, I can't keep his, up. his life. He looks like a two thousand eight like skater boy or something.
0: He's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in <it> his skater. <laughs> era. He is in the
1: skater era. Oh, who I mean,
0: Charles Leclerc is a just a beautiful man. I, uh, that's just that's just goes goes without saying, really. Lando. Lando. Lando, what the curls? Lando oh, Daniel. The curls. Daniel. Oh, yeah.
1: Daniel, oh, with the curls. And he had like a mullet <laughs> thing going on last year. That was great. Right, next question. Katie's <laughs> getting
0: far too carried away. <laughs> I'm
1: like, this is the best question I've ever There's been There's a hand asked. up over
0: there. So. I right, you know, let's go. Let's go. Oh, no. no. No, okay. Right, over there, please. The drinks aren't even flowing yet, for God's sake. <laughs>
1: yes. It's Fernando You got the DJ playing. Um,
0: a bit closer to your mouth, right? Yeah. Uh, so, with the turmoil of last season and the roller coaster of this season with reliability issues and Verstappen coming clear now and maybe Leclerc fighting back, we know it's all down to one thing. What onesie is Grace wearing on Sunday? Oh, God. Well, Tommy's not here. Um, for those of you that haven't heard the episode where I sent Tommy two uh, Ferrari onesies on for Grace. Um, and I haven't seen a picture of her in it once it's um, still on the desk and Charlotte Claire hasn't won a race yet no. so
1: I also l- I, before Clubhouse I went and stayed with Tommy to go and see Grace and his lovely wife Katie as well um, and Tommy you know <laughs> <laughs> um, just, just went to see Grace yeah literally fine. I was like baby <laughs> um I couldn't I couldn't see the what wo- the and onesie. Like I said, Oh where is it? And then he just changed the subject he locks it away several you times. That. So I think he was trying to hide it. Maybe he thought like you'd tip me off and I'd like, sabotage it and like burn it or something or steal it. I ge- genuinely he was like so protective of it. I don't know if he realised it or like what, but I did try to find the Verstappen onesie but he just
0: went around his house searching yeah, like for this potentially pooey onesie <laughs> yeah. okay fair enough so yeah probably a Verstappen just onesie
1: add to this that I bought the onesie yeah so if you've Sophie. got any problems yeah, with that um, yeah well done. look Sophie. what you've done or buy okay. her a drink one or the other
0: <laughs> next question over there with the Mercedes hat I think that uh, Pierre Gasly is probably one of the unsung heroes on the grid right now uh with him potentially staying at Alpha Tari for another year, do you think that there's a better fit for him? Um, yeah, I mean, Pierre's not particularly impressed this year, I'd say. Maybe that's down to the Alpha Tauri yeah, a little I think bit. Sonoda's. a bit of a dog. Su- the car's a dog. Yeah,
1: it's, well, it's not okay, great, is
0: fair. it? Sorry, Alpha Tauri, if you're yeah. listening. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, Sonoda stepped up a little bit, so I felt like it's almost made Gasly's performances not look as great. Um, is there a better fit for him? It's so difficult. You've got so many drivers that you'd think, okay, maybe they need to move. Like Lando, for example, at McLaren. Sorry, McLaren fans. But, I mean, is he actually going to win a championship there? Who knows? Um, Mm. But Gasly, last year he was really impressive. And I think he definitely deserved... um, I see, but it's Formula One. Like everyone's, lo- it seems like every driver contract is mm. people signing for like ten years now, and that's <laughs> it. Like Max Verstappen, I'll stay forever. Lando, 2025. It's they're such long driver contracts that it kind of locks away a lot of the top teams. I think Gasly has to get away from Red Bull. What do we think? Yeah,
1: He's yeah too that was good that though. was a resounding yeah. yes. I can't see Gasly and Norris ever being teammates together. That I think I don't know if it's widely known, but I think they did have a little bit of beef at one point last year. Um,
0: but oh, oh, oh. stirring the pot <laughs> Yeah,
1: um, but I just I think they're both sort of similar ages similar kind of egos and I just don't think that they would work very well together um, so I think he'd have to maybe go somewhere yeah where once again he's either got a younger teammate or he's kind of that number one driver maybe something like Aston Martin but then I think they'd have to like, maybe he could be someone alongside Seb, maybe get rid of Lance, but then Are is that joking? ever going to happen?
0: Lance Stroll. Like He'll be here till he's 70.
1: his dad He'll owns the team. Well, that's what I mean, but, like, in my dream world, Lance Stroll, <laughs> you've got the boot, you know, but, like... <laughs> in your dream world. In my dream world. <laughs> you're just
0: dreaming of I kicking I Lance out <laughs> of your F1 team. Amazing.
1: But I think that would be a good fit, like him at Aston with Seb or somebody like that. You know, I don't know. What about... Yeah, money. Think? Money, though. Money. Right.
0: It's... Uh, Hopefully that answered your question. I'm not sure we kind of went on a bit of a a, bit bit of a tangent. tangent there. Uh, another question. We got a McLaren hat right here. Hello there. Uh, Hello. So this is my first Grand Prix. Um, Woo! Lifetime. Ha- prize, hands life up if it's, it's your first Grand Prix. <laughs> wow!
1: Yeah! For Hello all your movies. listeners, that's a lot. That's a lot of people. <laughs> like amazing. Like sixty percent.
0: <laughs> it's my son's first one as well. So. In the Ferrari outfit. Yeah. <laughs> big high so five. I went round the track today and uh, I noticed there was a lot of fans for a lot of teams. However, the question I've got for you is, have you ever seen an Alpine fan? <laughs> <laughs> There's one here.
1: Hey. <laughs> Hello. Let's get a big <laughs> cheer
0: for the Alpine <laughs> fan. Hey. There's one of them. That, that's a really good point.
1: Billy and I like,
0: I like yeah. Esteban Ocon. <laughs> Fernando <laughs> Alonso's all right as well, but
1: I don't know S what is bestie, it? Yeah, that's a good point. I don't S think I saw. Bestie. I honestly don't think I saw some anyone kitted out in alpine gear today.
0: I actually don't have an answer for you. That, for that. is I, I have no idea why that's no so one good. likes alpine, um, but yeah, it's very true. Next question. <laughs> 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 have we got another? R- have we got some hands at the back there? Just pick one, Sophie. Don't mind.
1: I'm just going to preface this by saying I knitted Grace a hat in red. That's, I, that's I Lucy, did see isn't this. Yeah, yeah. Hi. Sorry. <laughs> Hello, I knitted Grace a hat in red and silver. So hopefully that's quite nice for Mercedes and red and sorry. But I wanted to say um, so after Lando's pace today in FP1 and FP2, do we think there's any chance of an all-Brit podium?
0: I think you might have to look to the skies for that one. <laughs> uh, if it's like this, no, I don't think so. British teams, yeah, potentially. I think there's a really good chance for Mercedes this weekend. Yeah,
1: I think that's like, this could be their best chance yet to get that victory, the first victory of 2022. Um, victory? Yeah, like genuinely, okay, they, okay. they were saying that they think this could be... Do we think
0: Mercedes could win this weekend? <laughs> <It's a bit laughs> Some spit. people blinded by their fanboys. <laughs> yeah! yeah! Yeah,
1: that's what they think, so I don't know.
0: Yeah, I mean it's, it's they have been talking the talk, which they haven't really done. Uh, Which is, I I know that a lot of people are sick of seeing Mercedes win every single time, although technically they didn't win the drivers last year. But I still want to see Mercedes in the fight because it makes it more exciting, right? To have three teams involved rather than two. Am I on the right wavelength with that? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, wasn't it George Russell last year was like, (laughs) I think there's going to be five teams fighting for the title. And then imagine if you said you're not going to be in one of them. (laughs) you would be like, oh, okay. But yeah, it's mad.
0: It's absolutely crazy. Uh, next question. Hi
1: there. So, since we've seen all of the improvements and basically all cars are either Ferrari clone copy, Red Bull clone copy, or if you're Alpine, a monstrosity of both. <laughs> <I> like it. <laughs> uh, Mercedes is the only car that is going to have a zero side concept now. Is there any point where they just give up on the concept, since everybody else is going anywhere else?
0: Um, a lot of people have been saying that Mercedes is going down this route that's very unique and people can't just copy and paste it, is the fact that they may actually be in better stead in the long run. You know, all of these teams are figuring out what they're going to do, really. We've seen Williams just changing their concept completely. Aston Martin changing their concept completely. I think Mercedes are a bit too stubborn to be like, nah, this hasn't worked yet. What are we, round nine? Is it round 10? Round 10. So we're not that far into a new era of cars. So if Mercedes have to... Well, I think they're going to have to relinquish this particular season, uh, if I'm being completely honest with you. But going into next year, they'll have far more time to understand their car. So I don't think they're going to throw it in the bin yet. Maybe they'll get to the end of the season and they haven't won a race. Maybe they'll start to rethink it. But uh, mid-season stuff, I don't think we'll, we'll, we'll probably see it.
1: I think you'll bang on when you say they're a bit too stubborn to suddenly change it. I mean, all I can think about is Toto Wolff at the end of Drive to Survive going, everyone has a target on their back next year. That was, a really was that Arnold? <laughs> <laughs> same kind of vibe. Um, and Did
0: he mean that by the fact that he'd be behind all of them so they'd all <laughs> <Yeah>. have targets? <laughs>
1: yes. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think they'll keep going with it for a little bit longer because there's still a few more races to go. And don't forget, like, they've known about the these new era of car for so long that... It must be, they must have data that proves that it works. Otherwise, they would have not done it or binned it off ages ago. So I think they're maybe just going to wait until the car is a little bit better and can handle better and stuff. And then maybe it will be like a eureka moment and they'll just obliterate the field and it'll be fine. It'll be back to normal.
0: That's a bit too much. Yeah, let's not have (laughs) obliteration, uh, please. We'll do two more questions and then we'll wrap this up. Hands. There's a McLaren hoodie right there.
1: Um, Hello. So Sebastian Vettel and I share the same birthday. So, my question is if you're a birthday cake, what flavour would you be? <laughs> Great question. Well,
0: that is not what my brain was expecting. <laughs> <laughs> I would be a. R- well, <laughs> this is just me liking a particular yeah. flavour I, rather can than. Can I
1: guess what I think you all would be? Go on. Red velvet? Oh, my
0: God. That's what I was going <laughs> to say. <laughs> okay. That's Good just choice. because you knew I like red velvet. Cake, yeah, wasn't and you yeah.
1: like Ferrari. Oh, yeah. yeah well. I go? There you go. That's a reason. That's uh, a reason. Do you want to guess mine?
0: Um, lemon?
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm a lemon, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
0: know where I was going with that.
1: <laughs> um, Victoria sponge? Is that really boring? <laughs> <laughs> I don't like Victoria. <laughs> sponge. Cake yeah, but it's really nice. Ah, okay, it's a classic, you know? What would you be? Chocolate cake all the way. Mm. Any reason? just left chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> like, why not? <laughs> I love
0: it. Well, what a great question. Thank love you. that. That was completely left field. Right, final question, please. Yeah, let's go for the oh Aston yeah. Martin cap, who's been waiting this entire Q&A. Thank you. Okay, um, is that it? No, 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 no. no, no, no. <laughs> I was just catching my breath. Thank you. Um, so, obviously, at the start of the season, we saw Kevin Magnussen have a great result in Bahrain, finishing P5, I think it was. Um, but it's fair to say, since then, it's kind of gone... Downhill and um, FP2, I think they were nineteenth and seventeenth or something. Um, what do they need to do to start on an upward trajectory again? Do you think? Upgrade their car. I think they they tend to turn up to a season. They're like, Whoa! oh, we're P5. All right, lads, take it. Take a day off now. Actually, take the whole season off. And then that's pretty much it. They always seem to fall back in the development race we've seen it so many times Do you remember when they didn't put their tyres on properly in Australia a few years ago and they just kept throwing away points at the beginning of the season and we think oh Steiner ship we're all on board it's great and then they just don't have the resource or just the, the firepower in order to keep that upgrade race going against the other midfield teams
1: yeah I think maybe Mick Schumacher not crashing and splitting the car in two and spending money on that might also be you know something they could get he could get better at <laughs> Um but yeah, I don't know. Maybe they need one of those brutal Gunter Steiner talks. I would love to be a fly on the wall in that. You know, like in Drive to Survive where they just didn't invite Grosjean to lunch because he was just doing so badly. Maybe they need something like that.
0: I'm sorry, but like, I know a lot of people love Gunter Steiner from DTS, but my God, would you not be scared of him as your boss? Like, yeah. it, the man is scary. So Especially some of the, you know, do not fuck smash my door and, and things like that. He's He'd come for you.
1: I am quaking at the thought. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And on that note, <laughs> uh, thank you everybody for. This is so weird, like doing an outro in yeah. front of loads of people at the W24 Clubhouse, but also people listening on audio. Yeah. Uh, so I'm just going to pretend you all aren't here. Uh, but yeah, thank you everybody for listening to this uh, post practice podcast. Weird to have it Rolls without off Tommy. The uh, but we will have a PQP, post quality podcast with Tommy. You're not here tomorrow. I'm not. Uh, so that's very, well, not exciting that you're not here, but very exciting that we'll do another podcast. Yeah, thanks. Uh, yeah. Hashtag W24 podcast. <laughs> so weird seeing all these people. Uh, if you want to get involved, uh, not next time. Well, next time. Yeah, tomorrow. Uh, if you have any questions, thank you to the team WTF1 members here at the WTF1 Clubhouse. Can I get a whoop, please? Oh, a little clap as oh, well. Thanks, thank guys. You. I'm uh, so, yeah, it's been an absolute <laughs> pleasure to, to bring this podcast, and we'll see you tomorrow for another one. Bye. Okay. Bye.